1: Sport city, sports city, chef, shep. sports city, sport city, shep, chef, chef, Sport city, sport city, shep, shep. Sport city, sport city, Yes, Lord, we got a brand new present. Joe Biden, we riding. I pray you haven't said. Word from the wise, my people stay ahead. Of. Come on. I've been relevant, trying to survive the elements. It ain't no love in these streets, these dudes telling it. Case goes from cold to hot, stays it.
2: Uh. Uh, uh, Yes, 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 City. it is the caller's cookout.
3: We are here live in the building one day, one day, one day before the NFL season kicks off. We got a lot going on, a lot to do uh, with you for the next uh, hour and a half plus, maybe more, see how good we're cooking in here. Call number is always 929-477-2759, the villain, the host, the timeless one.
1: And other
3: chefs would be in the building, uh, having some fun. But I don't do this by myself. Every good villain needs a hero. Every good hero needs a villain. I need the—I got the best hero in the world, the main man, the head honcho himself, TP Timeless. TP Timeless,
1: what's going on, my big brother?
4: I um took off my blazer. I um loosened up the tie. And um. I stepped aside the kitchen. timers is alive. The crazy part about what you just said, you said one day, right? Jeez. They called me timeless for a reason. It's 23 hours. My countdown has started. I am at Ooh. the evidence table, about to jump but. out of my skin. I don't know what to do right now. I am out of my skin. The season is about to kick off, and we help kick it off, so it's Pandemonium, to say the least, bit a lot of good news going on around the sport world. Um, I'm I'm truly focused today. Like I went from electrically happy yesterday to like nail biting nervous. Twenty three hours and, away with so much up and down. Like I don't even know what to expect tomorrow. How I'm hearing so much coming out of Missouri at this point in time. Right. But I'm I'm ready. I'm I'm, I'm focused, man. I don't want to spill too much of these pots over, man. I I can smell. Something going down in this kitchen, man. I hope everything's okay. I hope my Jordan Foundation is all right and um I was the leader of the foundation?
3: Struggling. Um the Steelers got their behind kick today. Um so that was a rough one to be out in that heat, the heat wave going on and, and watching that and then uh, you know, the villains just slid into the kitchen literally, you know, throwing pots and pans in the house. But um, you know, we good here, we doing all right. Everything's lovely, I guess you can say, but um, you know, it's good to hear your voice, TP. I know you, you're, you're calm and reserved, but I know it's gonna get amped up to another level as soon as uh, as soon as the season kicks off. But I, you know, I got other hosts again. Let me get him in real quick. Calling out of the 703 and a lot of area codes in between. He claims one every. I think a different one every other day. But you know, this one is 703, Mr. Serious
0: Simmons, What's up, brother? Yeah, what's going on, my guy? Yo, T.P., man, here's the deal, dog. I'm going to do a shot just for you, take the nerves off, chill it down a little bit. Um, here's the thing, like, win, lose, a draw, by the time Sunday gets here, you're already in the clubhouse chilling. You can sit back and watch the rest of us sweat our hair down and do whatever, man. It's going to be a fun <laughs> one. Um, you know, villain. you know, here's the thing, man. I, I, I think the reason why the Louisville Steelers lost is because of your unbelief. You know what I'm saying? You you owe, you owe the little baby an explanation. You, you you owe the little baby an apology for coming on here and disrespecting the king of still a nation like you do. So, uh, you know, so baby, baby, baby Jordan, that was on daddy. That was on daddy. It's I right. uh, got you. What's up, fellas? How you doing, man? Do I ever disrespect the Steelers?
3: I low key like the Steelers, man. I love Mike Tomlin and, and, the, and the crew, man. So now they listen, they, they they got um they they got their behinds kicked today serious in, in T P uh thirty to nothing. Uh, they did not come Ooh, ready to wow, play.
4: Wow. They were they were playing half
3: speed. So T P remember remember um remember the, the Bridgeport Central game senior year?
4: Yeah, that's what I did. My leg just got tuned. I, I was on the yeah, that so, game.
3: So we the TP had just got hurt. It was we typically play Friday nights. We we had to play Saturday afternoon. Punches, uh, we went right to to Bridgeport and we got our butts handed to us. And it we, that's basically what happened today. Just basically got out physical. They're running half speed. Not you know it just nonchalant. and this the team just came more prepared and it was an ugly game it was it was it was kind of brutal to watch so that, it was kind of that thing. What do you say, serious brother? I wanted to get you in before I bring uh, Harvey in.
0: No, all I'm gonna say is this: if you disrespect me, you disrespect my squad. So even though I <laughs> kind of like Mike Tomlin. You know, the Steelers are an ex- are an extension of your boy. And um yeah. again, you have to take this one on the chin, you know, for, 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 for yeah. Lord Xavier, you know what I'm saying? but
4: wait, it before you before you keep going that crazy, right? You do the same stuff mm-hmm. to me. You know what I'm saying? So so I don't wanna exactly. up there. You taking all of that crap, and I can't stand the lines, because I can't stand timeless. But your favorite player all time is twenty. Like I, I you know what, for City? That's new so, information. So, so I'm with you, That's so so. I'm with you because you know your Barry. I'm with you because you know oh, you this, said you so not love the Tomlin. <laughs> And the Pittsburgh Steelers, so on and so forth. At least you kicked that one out. You know what I'm saying? Seriously, like, I hate him. I can't stand the line because me and T.P., we go out it this, that, and third. So, see, in the words of Aaron, serious Simmons, you'll miss me with that. Yeah, mm. first and
0: foremost, first
1: and foremost, Thomas, this is, this is between serious and villain. When I need you to I call you,
0: but <laughs> That, that means that you got him. He has no
3: response, and he hey, wants to move on hey, to the other side. You know? I know.
4: I know. I know. I know. I know he ain't trying to kick that to the people. He better stop right now. Word. Because I, I, I man, had no idea that man. Barry
3: Sanders was his ace boom kum. I had no Yo, idea that he, he dropped look, a bomb on ace.
4: Yo, it's <laughs> He admitted to me, he admitted that to me off air, yo, and I was like, yo, it was like, you know, like uh, <laughs> No, 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 no. Barrett, you know when like you
1: know
4: you know, you, know, you, know, you know you know like when like you know like when like white like, like, ladies get shocked in a movie and they grab their pearls and they purse they go mm. when he said that I said mm. like, like oh, <laughs>
0: Let's you know, tell the, the full story. Let's talk the full story. I did one of those favorite player uh, things on Facebook, was like favorite NBA players, most overrated players. Sure. <laughs> My favorite NFL player was Barry Sanders. This brother hit me so quick. You I <laughs> oh,
1: wow. like, he hit me quickly. <laughs> yeah, I mean, listen, yeah, me. I got, I, I, I,
4: I gotta be honest. I gotta be honest. Man, I'm like, you I'm gonna, gonna, bring, Mike, I'm gonna
3: bring Mike in. Yeah, I gotta be honest, because I'm gonna bring Mike in a minute. Like, my favorite player, obviously, is Lawrence Taylor. TP knows this. I had 56 when I played Pop Corner. One year I played Pop Corner. My second favorite player is Joe Montana. And, you know, that's, like, a heated rival back then. So, um, you know, I, I kinda see where it serious is at, but seriously, you, you dropped a... I, you did not disclose that information to me before the mm-hmm. proceeding. I did not know this. So. Mm-hmm. Mm. Like well, you nice. know what I mean? Like
1: I played running back. I, I mean Gary's that dude. He...
0: I played running back. I had uh, I fell in love with the best man. That's be nasty. <laughs> to to <laughs> I'm a short guy. Like yeah, I mean, so listen. Kind of married himself.
3: I mean, that's this. I can't remember the running back that was. I think it was Isaiah Pacheco or uh, Pacheco. uh had it pop. Um, top five running backs, and, you know, he named Barry Sanders. It's like, how can you not like Barry Sanders? Like, I I love him because he he was the guy that would shake you out of your boots for a touchdown but hand the ball to the referee. Like, you know what I mean? Like, that's what I like most about Barry Sanders. Like, he wasn't a showboat. He did his thing, and you know what I mean? So, that's why I like him. But, uh um, Yeah, I I can't hate on that. Let me bring, let me bring Harvey in. We can talk about it. So call out at six one five down, down in. uh, You know, well, I don't know where he's at, but you know, he's repping Mr. Harvey. Harvey, what's going on, brother?
2: What's going on, man? Every time you start mentioning area codes from Sirius, I always think of the ludicrous song. Um, Absolutely. (laughs) Listen, as far as your. Comment about being unprepared and ran over Like I can understand, we'll get to that tonight But right, thanks chefs for letting me come in And chop it up with you guys for the cookout Always so a pleasure Good to work
4: Yeah, absolutely No
1: No i Not a bitter or
2: tone, and not in any way that shows contempt as a person that meant good on his bed, I will say this to tonight: no family, no family in the house.
3: Uh, listen, I, I don't like—I don't like to throw and gloat in people's face, but we did have a bet, and you know, I was prepared to go go tired. So. um, uh, Listen, it was
4: something? it was a sloppy game, It was, but it was what? the second half for the state, Dominic? What's up, T.P.? What's up, bro? That's how this starts off. We start on a show like that. God,
1: you're pissed yeah.
2: are
0: not letting it go. Oh, my God. I God not
1: go. I'm, <laughs> I'm not letting it go. I'm not
0: letting it go. Mike, Mike,
3: what, what what family do I rap? Mike? What family do I rap? No
2: family, yo. No family. Yeah, right. <laughs> right, <laughs> right, <laughs> right,
1: <laughs> So, the best. Timeless, timeless. The the bet, the bet is that the, the bet was that
3: the loser has to say a slogan from the opposing team on command the whole show. So when I asked Mister Harvey, what family do we rep,
1: he had to internally.
2: The this. in the house. to <laughs> <laughs> so it I
4: don't know, I condone this city. <laughs> <about laughs> so I mean, if I if I lost I the bet, I would have the classic
3: Kevin Hart face with my face in the air, my my all frown up. But I would say it. So. Mike is here. Mike is in the building. I love Mike. Mike, Mike never never uh, backs down from a bet so I, and, and always cashes in. So I love that. Bro. Call number 929 nine, yeah, seven, 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 nine. What's that, series?
0: I said he's here doing the same sizzle. You know what I'm saying? He said yesterday before he had to jump off mm-hmm. that he had to earn some bets. You know what I'm saying? He, mm-hmm. said, he, he said his don't know stuff. You know what I'm saying? So, yo, shout out to Harvey for doing the same sizzle.
4: I, yeah, I, 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 would, I would be sick right now. I would be sick. Right you? Now. Man, what are they, Paul? Man, please. I would not know. Let this family <laughs> yeah. an, I family know. I Would be so upset. He would be so upset, T.D. But, uh, no, nah, it's all I'd fun. Rather, it's, it's all fun. I'd rather give you money than
0: do that. <laughs>
3: I don't
4: need money. I'm good, man. I'm good.
3: If you want to give money, mm-hmm. give it to the Jordan Foundation. But no, shout listen, out to I our sponsors to B- I'm
2: a man of my word.
3: Absolutely. And it was listen, it was fun it was a fun game. Um, you know, I was kinda of disappointed yeah, LSU it it didn't really play very well in the second half. What? Um but very very, very very. No no like, stop like stop I, stop thought,
0: stop I thought
1: I
3: thought I thought listen, I really I really thought it was gonna be a closer game. I thought Florida
1: State and LSU
3: were evenly matched, but, like, the second half, Florida State really um, just got physical with them at the line of scrimmage And LSU. Brian Kelly, man, I just I don't know about it sometimes, man. So, um, we'll hopefully they can rectify
0: ladies that. Gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, hold on a second. <laughs> hey, 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 hey. Yeah. I, I'm about to apologize for, for, for Barry right now because he then decided to go out there and get in that heat and get and, and catch amnesia. This dude right here does not give a rest of on <laughs> about it being close. He doesn't care that it was a good game. None of that nonsense. He, yeah,
1: miss me with
3: that. Miss me with that, Barry. That a, serious, serious. Uh, 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 if we if we <laughs> serious hold on, hold on, hold on, share, hold on, seriously, hold on serious, serious, not, serious, hold on. Hold on, seriously, seriously, hold on. If we were on Riverside, you would know that while I was saying that I had a big smirk on my face.
0: T.T. knows me. Okay, got T. T. me. T.T. knows the, the villain.
2: That's
4: all I know. T.T. knows the villain, right? <laughs> <laughs> he out here trying, to, <laughs> he out here trying to, be to be correct for the people. No, no, no. I can tell he's he's he funny because he's trying to be humble. I can tell he'll he's trying to be humble, but when he, made, he might do that those <laughs> family stuff, it's like, hold oh, yeah. on, like, Wait. I'm not ready. I didn't know that this was the bet was. I didn't even know they did. uh, <laughs> for the bet. But knowing if that's, and that's at any point in time in the show, oh my God. Yo, I'd have lost my mind trying to sign the, the certificate for that bet. No way. <laughs> Money. I'm like, take the dough, bro. Twenty, fifty, hundred, Whatever he's doing, so, let me yes. get hurt that way. You, you ain't going <laughs> to cut my problem. <laughs> I don't know. And it's my boy. And it's my, my dog. Like, 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 like okay, I can see if I lost another bet with another team. And it's like, okay, Michigan State beat Michigan. But if it's Miami losing somebody and I got to do that, oh, boy, please. You know, all right. Uh, um, tell us tell us I'm a out, fact. man. I'm going to go. <laughs> Every bet, like you know, I won't
0: cash it in that much. Like I'm
4: not gonna
3: do it, like all, all show. Like let's, like you know, let's not one. I mean, know, I but that's keep the, the specification of the
4: bet. You can, but that's the specification of the bet. You can listen in the words of, in the words of Mike in the words of in the words of Mike Singletary. I need winners. I can't win. Winners. <laughs> <laughs> don't do that to me. Let's be, see.
2: let's be clear. Only Barry. Only Barry. <laughs> oh, I don't need it. Barry, do what he want with you. That would y'all
4: bad. You right. Only bad. You right. That's right. And, 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 and it's like, listen, I, w- I would pay. I would pay.
3: I would pay my my dues if I, you know, if I my team lost and, and go go Tigers. Like I, you know, I cash the receipt. So um it's all in good fun, man. It's all in good fun because listen, let's be honest. Mike was getting kind of. Kind of ruthless, but you know when I mentioned for the state, and,
2: and he said them, them Tigers
3: was gonna, you know, was gonna uh-oh. get after my boys. So you know, actually, I I, you know, I had to put had to put my money where my
2: uh-oh. mouth was. god like, actually, if you, go to, if you go listen to the cookout on Sunday, I said okay. I am not extremely confident. Wait, the cookout on Sunday. I expected it to be a close game. Uh, the, the, I expected the... it to be a close game. I even voiced some concerns. Mm-hmm. I said I expected to be exactly. close, and I'm gonna roll with my dogs. I said I think LSU's gonna find a way to win, but I I said yeah. on Sunday you can check the tapes. I said it's, I I expected to be a close game. I was wrong, but I did not I did not predict some LSU coming out and putting it to them. I mean, yeah.
4: you and I are not... good natured
2: good natured talking, trash going back and forth. That's what that's what you do. You know right. what I'm saying? But right. when TP asked me to pick the game on Sunday during mm. the Cars Cookout. I said, I expect a close game, and and I'm going to go with LSU and say they're going to find a way to win. But I never felt great about it. I I ain't going to lie to you. Yeah, the brunch. The brunch. Not the cookout. um, Yeah, the cookout.
3: It's crazy because I, I almost wanted LSU to win that game because then it would kind of set the wheels in motion for Noble to kind of be on the outside looking in, and maybe we could steal prime from Colorado. But that's not gonna happen I think we got our coach i, I don't see how you know Novo no would be kind of removed did you even really though just say, I think did you really just I want Dion I wanted Dion so bad in Florida State come home you... and coach can you imagine prime at his alma mater coaching Florida State and bringing them back? Could you imagine but I give think it time. it's not gonna happen yeah, well, give you, it time. You know, you're not wrong
0: yeah. I said, I think, honestly, he's going to get Colorado back right, get them off the ground, mm-hmm. and then he's going to elevate, you know, to to the next step and and, and maybe Florida State. Like, there's no shot of mm-hmm. him going to the NFL because he said so many times that he doesn't want to go to the NFL. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's all he, – he's about onward and upward. You know, he said Jackson State yeah. puts them on the map and puts them, in you know, where they're at. And you know, he's going to take Colorado and put them where they're at mm-hmm. and then, you know <laughs> – Florida going to kick the tires on them, and, you know, it would shock me that they came with an offer of um, severe relevancy. Um, he wouldn't mm-hmm. go back home. I mean, that's where he's from, man. You know what I'm saying? That's his my mater. So, yeah. it wouldn't shock me. Yeah. yeah. I, we'll about,
3: we'll I, 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 listen, money talks. Like, these
0: colleges
3: can put up the money. They can get rid of these coaches on the dime for no reason at all, no repercussions for it. Um, I, I agree with you. I think I don't think Colorado is Deion's last stop. Um, I, I hope it's not. I hope he goes to four. I, I agree with you. And, T.P., I want to get your opinion. Because we, we talked about it yesterday on the NFL uh, free-for-all. Uh, but you, you, you came in a little later. Um, I feel like Deion's like the biggest story in college football right now. And, and, and honestly, I feel like he is a perfect fit for college. Because he, he coaches kids and coaches them to men. Like, I don't think – not like I don't think he can't coach in the NFL, but he is such a natural fit for college football. I think he's the best thing for this new NIL era of college football that has ever happened. And, and I think he's just a perfect fit for the college game. Like, I think he's – just after one win, you talk about him, and not in like in the same breath as saying, like, he's better than, you know, Sable or Nick Saban or, or like – like all these other great coaches like uh, you know he's just he's just that figure he's just so big right now it's it's hard not to talk about right tp
4: well you said right now like you know wasn't big his whole career i mean coming in from right right, right. into, into tallahassee like i don't know when he stopped being big but um I know when he took it personal, when Nick Saban started getting mad at him about Travis Hunter going to Jackson State, I I think that's when yeah. Deion took it personal. Yeah. And the reason and the reason yeah. why Dion won't go to Florida State for the time being is that he always told everybody he wanted to coach his sons. And for Florida State and the admissions and all of them being pigheaded, you know, doing the acceptance and so on and so forth, if you accept one and won't accept the other, he wasn't gonna roll that way, so he went somewhere where they were going to acknowledge his kids. He could coach them and be in a power conference, even though I don't claim the Big Twelve or power conference or, or Pac twelve, whichever one they land in. But um, he's doing the thing, and he's going to get the recognition that he needs instead of being at Jackson State trying to make a, you know, a, a black college a powerhouse, and, and they're never going to give that credit until like all of the masses of the powers go to those schools, and then then it'll be something like that. But that's going to take years for that to happen. So Dion had to pave his own, you know, lane. And the crazy part about it is, it's perfect for what he's doing right now. If they can continue to run this situation, because Colorado was one and eleven. Like he's already put them in a hundred percent way of being better than what they were last year. Anything better than what he did uh, Saturday is a plus for them at this point in time. So. I think he's going to ride Shadur's situation out until Shadur graduates, and Shadur's having the great uh, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady te- uh, training and teaching them. So they're cheating because you got two of the best quarterback minds in this dude head, and Brady's talking to him every week now. So they, I feel sorry for all of them schools that's out there in the conference, and they're going up against us. He's going to murder people. And um, I think once Shiloh, and, and Shiloh's like Dion, he's on the defensive side of the ball, I think once uh He's done. That's where I think Dion will start playing with the big waters. And if he, if Norville's doing bad, that's when they'll get rid of him. But Norville's looking good uh, after they shot the gun at the track meet. Like that, that, that turned into Usain Bolt versus the tortoise. Like that, I don't I don't know what happened. Like disgusting. Mm-hmm. So if, if Norville could keep that going, he's all right. But if like after this season, because I feel like Florida's going to do fairly good this year with the pieces that they have, but. If they start declining, they go 500, so on and so forth, they could bring Dion down there and let him live out the Bobby Bowden year, so on and so forth. Yeah, I mean, I'm here for it. I
3: really hope it happens. Like, I have really no loyalty to Mike Norville. Um, I think he's a good coach. I think he's done a really good job because Florida State was really down for, for a couple of years, for the last few years. And, you know, to get them to where they were last year, um, three losses, and then, you know, at the number four in the country right now, you got to give them credit. But like I said, I don't have any loyalty to him. If they, somebody said we had a chance to get Deion, bye bye. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because any other school would do it. Yeah, and you know, be like and, that. He's and, and not bad at
4: you right? He's doing good. You can't do him like that. Like he's doing good. But it's, it's but it's like any other school. They all do it,
3: right? Like these the college coaches, they jump ship. You know, before the bowl game. Like they don't they don't care. You know what I mean? So, you know, what's good for them can, you know, it's good for a black head coach that can do it, right? Let's be honest. But when a white head coach does it, nobody says anything. When they go chase the money and get a bigger, you know, go to a bigger school and, and a bigger opportunity. So if Dion do it, you know, everybody's going to hate on them. Cause I was listening to, I was watching, um, you know, a little first day today and, you know, they asked, uh, Chris Maddon Russo, who's a Hall of Fame, uh,
4: broadcaster
3: about Dion, he's like, Oh enough already, I can't wait for I hope Nebraska beats him. I can't enough I can't I'm sick of it. Like that's the energy that Dion is going against. You know, you got these setting their ways, old grumpy guys that, you know, now you know, Dion's doing it his way, loud, braggadocious and cashing receipts and, and getting the wins and backing it up and they don't like it. Oh well, it's good when somebody else does it, right? It's good when Kirby Smart does it or when Nick Saban talks that-ish. And then when Dion does it, oh, it's too much. It's too much. That's what we're fighting against. So, you know what? If he does it, good. This is tasting their own I business, love it for right? I mean, Mike?
2: Yeah, go ahead, Mike. Go talk 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 about it. No, listen, I love it for Deion Sanders. He's doing things that have never been done before. Uh, you know, it, it's crazy to think that only nine guys from last year's roster are there. Um, and then to have a guy... Play both ways. Play 129 snaps, and what he did, and what Shadir did. You know, hey, they said he, mm. you know, he played at Jackson State. He can't play in a big conference where he comes in and right. goes on the road and beats beats a team that just went to the uh, national championship last year. And listen, that's a future Big Twelve opponent too. So TCU, y'all better get ready because y'all going to see these guys every yeah. year or however this schedule falls. And right, listen to see a player come in with this kind of swag. Y'all don't want him to do this because y'all know that him and his staff can relate to players a lot more than some of you old white men that have never done this thing at a at a right. at the professional level. Y'all know that he can prepare and that he can uh, he can relate to these players and to these families even more so than anybody else. I love it for Dion. I hope they uh, do really well, and, and I'd love to see it. And I don't really care. I don't. I, I could give one F. To uh, Colorado and what they do in Boulder. As far as I don't have any allegiance or care about that school at all, and they haven't been relevant mm-hmm. in football since they uh, were co-national champions in 1990. Well, they, you know, they had the Cordell Stewart days, and they had, you know, they went to a couple of Big Twelve championship games and lost. 2000. But just to see, 2000, they had a good year. Yeah, just, but just to see him. You know, getting this done and the way that he's doing it. It's it's impressive. And you you have to just tip your hat, man, and I hope he continues to progress. I'm, I'm yeah, excited. Yeah, what, what
3: family what what family did uh Dion rep? Like No did.
2: family, baby.
3: No family. No family, baby. But no, listen gonna, I man.
2: absolutely agree
3: with you. <laughs> Stop. I absolutely agree with you. I'm here for it. I, I love the fact that he's doing it his way. He's done it his way since what? Youth football high school football, uh, HBCUs, and now at a big power school. It's not a, one of the major schools, but a, right a power five conference school. And it's only onward and upward from there. Sirius, right? you got anything to add before we move on? No,
2: <laughs>
0: man, I do a, I i thing, man, man. I mean, I, I'm, I'm really excited for, 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 for Dion and what he's able to accomplish. And, you know, I, I think you got to take the nail on the head. There's, there's nobody that can really relate to these athletes like I No disrespect to, to Saban, who has a championship pedigree to back it up. No disrespect to, you know, Kirby Smart, who who's going to come up, who can say, you know, mm-hmm. come to Georgia, you can get drafted by the Philadelphia Eagles um, if you play, right. and play well. You know what I'm saying? But ultimately, Dion is, is that guy who comes down with his own luggage and tells it like it is. And if I'm a parent, and if I'm sitting in my living room with, with Malik, you know, and in, in, in a couple of years, and somebody like that, with that type of pedigree, mm-hmm. with that type of resume, is sitting in front of me. I know he's all he's all not only going to look after my child on the football field, but also in life, he's going to teach this man uh, to teach my child how to be a man, how to you know respect be women. You know, one of the biggest things that I saw when uh, Deion first got to Colorado is that he talked about how disgusting. How uh, women, how we're not going to be jerks in the classroom. How we're going to sit up front. How we're going. How, how, how we're going to carry ourselves. How the old regime was uh, not conducive to grooming young men. Um, and again, I'm not too sure what's said in in, in in the in the in the room with Nick Saban. I'm not too sure what's said right. in the room with Kirby Smart, but I do know what's said in the, in the living room when D.I. Sanders is there, and then he backs that up in the classroom mm-hmm. where he talks about we're going to stand and respect you know, these, these women and just and that the third. So, again, there's, there's a meme going around um, where Dion's talking to a TCU player after the game and, and the caption goes, the one, the one guy you don't want talking to your player, you know, and everybody's getting a good laugh out of it because, again, we, under, we, we understand what that means, but in the grand scheme of things, if I'm a parent um, of, 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 a, of a young man, I want that man talking to me. I want as many strong, I don't care if they black, white, blue, green, or purple. I want as many strong men around my son as possible to help prepare Mm -hmm. him for the life ahead of him. And Deion is that guy.
3: Yeah. I mean, what, uh, I agree with you. Saban and Kirby Smart have the pedigree. They can walk into a living room and command the room and really get you to come to Alabama or Georgia. But Deion Sanders is unique because everything that you think you're going through and you might go through in your life as a black man, Deion's done. Deion's lived that life. He was that dude in college. He was one of the best players, if not the greatest cornerback that ever lived in in the NFL. But he also had his trials and tribulations too, right? He had the the demons after winning the Super Bowls, um, you know, Sitting in the parking lot almost suicidal because he was just so down and out and then got his life together and, and became a better person for it. Like he's lived a life and, and, and come from that and, and is at this point. How could you not sit there and relate to that? You know what I mean? So that's his uniqueness. That's why he relates to these kids. That's why he's a perfect fit for college and I'm here for it. I love it. But uh, excuse me, call in call number. Nineteen nine four seven seven two seven five nine. Shout out to PHI Parallel our sponsors. Get to their website. Use that promo code Chef. Get- I didn't really want to talk, like, damn, but I love it, man. I'm just here for that energy. I just love really talking to him and giving that dude his flowers while he's here because he deserves it, man. He's done a hell of a job so far, and I hope he's ranked number twenty, twenty-two. Um, he they were underdogs, right, Mike? They were underdogs before the um, <clears throat> TCU game uh, for the Boy, Nebraska yeah. game, and now. Yeah, they were under now they're favorites. I think they're I think the line is at three, I think. I'm, I, I'm not I think it's mistaken. three and a half
2: now. You yeah. could have got it at eight so. and a half Nebraska's way last week. It had fallen to one and a half by Saturday. And then now mm-hmm. it's uh, last I saw it was three and a half in favor of Colorado now. It's finally changed yeah. but I mean that's crazy. You're talking about a twelve point swing in a in a week. Um in and then even, and not even a week. Even in even in just forty-eight hours, you talked about a, like a five-point swing from one and a half uh, Nebraska's way to three to three, three and a half Colorado's way. So that tells you where the money's going, and Vegas uh, yeah. is having to continue to shift the lines because they're like, "Oh, wait a minute." Mm-hmm.
3: It's great because you know they've rattled off some numbers today. When I was watching TV, and that you know they've you know since that game they've sold about almost a half a million dollars in tickets. Um, you know, and 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 it, for Colorado home games, um, and, and one thing that I actually read too timeless was that Florida State LSU was the highest rated game over the weekend, right, for college football. It did about a nine nine million people watched it. The second highest game was that Colorado game, seven point two million people watched that game. That's Dion. That's the Dion effect because and, you have to watch it. You have. To. You know what I mean? Go ahead. Who
0: that? Let me say something real quick on that, and then we can move on. So I, I, I saw yeah, this absolutely. article today, and again, I, I I share with you guys after the show, but you could attend last year every Colorado home game for a total mm-hmm. of $222. You could wow. see every Colorado home game. The mm-hmm. The cheapest seat. For, for their game against Nebraska this upcoming week, it's $400 for one team, wow.
2: for one game. Wow. That's Dion no, That's as, and this was that's, by, that's crazy, man. And this was mm-hmm. by far the game that drew the most action in Vegas this weekend, too, because a lot of people knew that that line was crazy off, and they said that right. this, this game drew way more action in Vegas than any other game in in college football this weekend, it was one of the top ten most highly bet games of all time. I feel like in college football, like the wow. numbers were crazy high on how many people bet on this thing.
3: Yeah, the money line was plus eight hundred, and you know the spread was you know Colorado plus twenty and a half. I took the I took that, so I easily got that. I didn't you know you guys saw my parlay didn't work out too well, but um, but still that was that was an easy that was easy money for me. So. This is the out effect. It's amazing. It's amazing. But, um, yeah, let's move on. I, you know, I, I wanted to talk a little bit of the M, some NBA talk. I, I don't want to belabor it too much because I do want to get to the NFL games. But um, Rich Paul <laughs> came out uh, over the last couple of days, and, you know, he always comparing LeBron James to Michael Jordan. Um, you know, that's what he does. You know, his James' agent and longtime friend surprisingly – says that LeBron had it harder than Michael Jordan, just from the fact that um, LeBron is under a, tighter, a bigger microscope because of social media. Uh, basically, he said he's been under a microscope since he was in high school. He had a cover of Sports Illustrated calling him the chosen one, and the fact that he's lived up to it is pretty incredible. Um, you know, he goes on to talk about how in this age of social navigating social media, the in-your-face news reporting, that, you know, he, he had more scrutiny than Michael Jordan. I wish these people would do their homework, but um, I'm here for it. TP Timeless. I mean, do you agree with Rich Paul's assessment? Um, you know, I, I do think that it's a different type of pressure because of social media and the power that, you know, you can have your cell phone and, you know, make or break your, your, your career with a simple tweet, uh, ask KD, right, ask Kevin Durant with burner accounts, but do you think he's had it harder
4: um, I I don't know. It, it, it's like tough the way that they try to break that down. Yes, LeBron had to go through mm-hmm. the situation of the Cavaliers and having to, you know, lift that team through so many different instances and getting one of those teams in those seven to a finals. And But they did get swept. But just knowing how young he was at that point in time to get them to the finals, it's like I get what LeBron is up to. But Michael Jordan had his own path set for himself. You know the Chicago Bulls never won the finals before he got there then Mike gets that mm-hmm. boat rolling, and then they take over the 90s. Like, you can't tell me LeBron could be on that type of pedestal when he started putting championships together. He was on a, an all-star team. Like, mm-hmm. if Mike was able to, at the point in time where, okay, let's let's just, like, put this, like, on a parallel. LeBron mm-hmm. had to deal with the Celtics doing their thing, uh, the Heat were doing their thing with Shaq and them, so on and so forth. Mike had to deal with the Pistons doing their thing, and the Celtics doing their thing, you know? Like, he couldn't get past the Celtics with Bird and them. Or when Isaiah Thomas and the Bad Boys had they back-to-back run, Mike had to deal with that, you know what I'm saying? So, if mm-hmm. Mike is in that situation, Mike joined an all-star team, just pick an all-star team that he could piece together, what? Olajuwon, Charles Barkley, uh, I can't really say Magic. Is Magic already out there in L.A.? But, like, just looking at him be able to, like, say, yo, come here, to Chicago, let's build this team up and go after the championship. If Mike had that same type of power, then what? Like, Mike had to do way more with what he had in front of him. And let's be honest, everybody else on the Bulls played a role, including Pippen, including Scottie Mm -hmm. Pippen. Like, it it ain't like Scottie was some godly small forward. Everybody gives Scottie his situation because he played awesome defense and he's a part of six championships riding alongside Michael Jordan. LeBron had Dwayne Wade, Chris Bosh. He played with Shaquille Um, O'Neal. If you name all of the – Kevin Love, um, Derrick Rose. I'm I'm naming all of the all-stars that he played with in his career. Like, stop it. Of course he's getting the weight of pressure of having to do it because look at the pieces that he played with. Like, if Mike had that type of power to do that and was losing, it'd be different. But LeBron has actually watched so many different – people, teams, so on and so forth win on his watch. And that's the one thing that he's chasing. There was a clip, it's on YouTube. They got the YouTube shorts and Alan Iverson's talking. He's like, yo, I love how they keep throwing this GOAT debate with LeBron James and Michael Jordan and they keep skipping Kobe. You know Kobe right. did just as much, if not more, than what LeBron did, but every LeBron is the thing at this point in time, so they're gonna keep going with LeBron. Like and LeBron's a front court player so his stats are gonna be higher than your normal guards. Just think that Mike was putting up thirty something thousand in his career and he's a guard. You don't really get guards to do that. Dirk scored thirty something thousand. Carl Malone scored thirty something thousand. Kareem Abdul Jabbar scored thirty something thousand. These guys are all front court players that are usually near the rim. Mike had a fifty percent field goal percentage and he's shooting shots. Like like mm-hmm. you, you gotta think about how incredible that is. And you know what the raw situation would be? Rich Paul and LeBron James, y'all got enough money to be around Michael Jordan. I want the two of y'all punks. That's right. I'm calling y'all punks, even though I respect LeBron on the floor. But y'all punks. I want the two of y'all to go look at Michael Jordan in his face and say, "Yo, I'm greater than you. I'm a better player than Michael Jordan." You know damn well neither one of them would. They both were cowards at their knees. Say, "Allah Akbar," and that's it. I don't. I don't want to hear that, that. They do that for the TV. Like enough is enough. LeBron. Um, but they did the 75 players. LeBron wouldn't even let Michael Jordan go. He hugging him like, it's the my buddy. Right. Wherever I go, he goes. <laughs> my boy. I don't want to hear that. Stop it. They need to stop right uh, now. LeBron wears 23 on on purpose. You know why he wear 23. It ain't because he made that up. It ain't nobody wearing no LeBron figures right. because stop this. Like, it's, there's too many factors for these people to keep trying to throw that around. But it is pressure on LeBron because of how many – different instances he had to make it happen but i'm i'm miss me with that one. Well, shout out to the serious yeah
1: i mean you know i i i love
0: debating
3: lebron versus jordan just player for player and statistics and, and peak and all that stuff um you know i always have arguments to back it up but you know i'm not saying that lebron didn't have a difficult path coming out of high school and, and social media and, and all that in-your-face stuff. do the same thing. Do we not forget the incident in Colorado? Like, you know what I mean? Like, what are we talking about here? You know, he had it tough, too. Jordan had a difficult past. Like, he didn't have social media, but you don't think he, he had the media in his face all all the time? Like, he went to Atlantic City during the Eastern Conference uh, playoffs in, what, 93? And it was, it was news before he got back to New York. You know what I mean? Like he he retired. People try to say he not trying to say, but they were trying to insinuate he was weak because he he retired the first time because he said he was mentally burned out. But like, do you understand what he had to I go to through? Question,
4: like,
1: man.
4: Man, I want to ask you yeah, a question. I, answer me this. Yep. Watch this. How many players? I'm talking about stars or all stars or superstars in the league. Mm-hmm. Did LeBron mm-hmm. stop from getting a championship? Not many. <laughs> not many. Like, I, I want you uh, to really how, like, come through have... with it because I could go, like, like listen to this. Even players that I mm. love and respect because I idolized them when I was younger, Dominique Wilkins, bye-bye. Patrick Ewing right. owned New York City but couldn't get past red and black. Um, Charles Barkley, no. the year that he was supposed to get it done in Phoenix, Shaq and Katie Smith pick on him still to this day for not having a ring. Even the one that hurts me the most, Sean Kemp, especially when Sean Kemp was going crazy in the year that these guys went crazy in the Western Conference, stopped us. Mm-hmm. And the best one-two tandem, probably top five all-time, Malone and Stockton got stopped back-to-back years when they won the West twice and stopped them twice. Right. And in that the last one, everybody knows the shot as the shot. Like, what, what shot yeah. do LeBron have? Like, when he won, he's up by like 12 because the whole team playing well. Like, he, you don't have no <laughs> other than the block. He has the block on Nigga Dow. That's his best play in the finals, mm-hmm. I think. If I still remember. Right. I think that's his best play. Right. Michael Jordan has so many different instances of shots stopping so many different great Hall of Famers. Like, Hall of Famers. Like, everybody want to ring on him. Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, name named players. Named, Dirk. Like, these guys. Right. right. You know, people ate on. on
3: during Jordan's reign but like there's a lot of Hall of Famers that didn't eat like Reggie Miller you know Charles Barkley left the Sixers because he couldn't get past the Bulls like let's be honest he ran to the West because he couldn't get he said it you know what I mean like but even still like if you're just trying to go through the the, the, the scrutiny and the in the public being in the public eye Jordan. There is a public eye because of Jordan. Nobody was covering the NBA like that until Jordan arrived and got there. You know what I mean? The NBA was on a tape delay until Magic and Bird saved it. And then Jordan took it to another level, and then Jordan was always in the papers every day. Like, they tried to say that he got his dad killed because of his gambling. Like, LeBron never had to go through that. You know what I mean? Like, what are we talking about? I get social media, but everybody's got to go through social media like NBA players, rock stars, like rappers,
2: everybody's got to go
3: through social media. You know what I'm saying? Like, seriously, Like, I love to hear you weighing on on what Rich Paul is saying. Like, LeBron having it hard because of you know social media and stuff.
0: Yeah, you know what? Honestly, man, I, I'm gonna keep it short and sweet. I I, I hate having this conversation. You know, and it's no, you know, because I don't, I don't, I don't want the smoke. It's just that. When we've had these type of conversations, to me, it feels like we are not really respecting the, the greatness of, of, of all three men, you know, including Kobe. You know right. what I'm saying? We cannot sit there, in my honest opinion, and say LeBron James is better than Mike, or you know, Mike is better than Kobe, just that and the third, because each one of them did it differently. Each one of them did it in the era which was different from the other one. And so – you know, mm-hmm. we could sit here and and, and, and placate to the masses and say, you know what, uh, Le- Michael Jordan's the best to ever do it. You know, and, and he has mm-hmm. the stats and the pedigree to back it up. And to T.T.'s point, you know, he stopped so many to to, you know, negate LeBron being able to not stop as many. But ultimately, at the end of the day, each generation and each player has their own set of unique problems and situations that the other one didn't have to deal with or doesn't have to deal with as much. Like, hell, let's keep it a buck. You know, the Bad Boy Pistons tried to literally kill Jordan. They had Jordan rules. You know what Mm. I'm saying? You know, LeBron James didn't have to go through that. You know what I'm saying? You know, Kobe... Kobe Bryant he was out there playing with you know dislocated arms and this that and the third. This, this whole load management nonsense that, that that we have to deal with nowadays. Kobe didn't have to go through that. On top of the collateral kind of thing that you alluded to, uh, and you know, and and the and, and other issues with teammates and this that and the third. But 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 Kobe persevered and and, and got through and became the, the the great one that he is. LeBron James with all the social media, with everything that he has to deal with, with everybody, you know, in his face all the damn time trying to figure out what he's having for breakfast, where his son's going to school, what type of, what color socks he has on, this, that, and the third. It's a whole different ball game, and he's still, contrary to what everybody, you know, thinks and believes, is still one of the greatest basketball players to ever put on a pair of sneakers. With that being said, it's frustrating to me that, we sit here, and again, I'm 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 not poo pooing on the dish. I'm just saying in general, it, it, it baffles me that we sit here and and and, and we want to have this argument, we want to have this, but yet at no point during the discussion do we pay homage or pay respect to the men that we're trying to quote unquote one up. You know what I'm saying? No right. disrespecting Jordan. Jordan, Jordan is, the, again, one of the greatest of all time. And, again, if you sat here and said he's the GOAT, I wouldn't have an argument. If if, if my man Mr. Harvey sat there and said, you know what, he's a Kobe guy, you know, Kobe's the GOAT, and he, he lays out all these stats and statistics and this, that, and the third, I can't begrudge that. You know what I'm saying? If you know, you like LeBron James, and LeBron James is your GOAT and this, that, and the third, it is what it is. This is not... In my opinion, something that has to be constantly, constantly, constantly rehashed, and yet we got you know, you know, TV personalities and radio personalities that want to sit there and rehash that, and they make their cockamamie excuse as to why this needs to be rehashed. But on the flip side, it's a whole different era. It's a whole different ball game, and we have to be able to sit there, acknowledge greatness, acknowledge the work that these men put, you know, before us as well as look ahead to the ones that are to come. I I, I I hate having this discussion,
1: but I understand why you don't want to have it. Oh, I love
3: having this discussion because I love the arguments for and against. But I hate
1: – what I hate,
3: though, Serious to your point, is that LeBron fans, when they make an argument for LeBron being a GOAT, they don't necessarily bring up his accomplishments. They try to tear down Jordan. Or they try to tear down Kobe. You know what I mean?
2: Like they try to say
3: Jordan couldn't shoot the three or Jordan couldn't beat the Pistons or he never beat Larry Bird or you know he was he he never to the finals. You know, it's like it's never what LeBron does, it's trying to tear down the other guy to to make their argument. That's what pisses me off the most. Right, and it's like right. just disrespect. Well, like you know you know what I mean, like have respect for Larry Bird in the fact that he was one of the great players. Like, my other argument is with, with Magic Johnson and Steph Curry, how all these, you know, Johnny come lately, prisoners of the moment, want to say that Curry's the greatest point guard of all time, and I totally disagree with it, but it's like, don't try to minimize what Magic Johnson did in his career. Don't do that. Like Magic, to me, Magic Johnson's the greatest point guard of all time, and we can get into that argument too. I'm not gonna tear down Curry. Uh-huh. I'm gonna pump up the fact that Magic Johnson made the triple double cool. He and Larry Bird saved the game. He won five championships. He only had two seasons when he wasn't in the NBA Finals. He's an MVP. You know, what I mean? like I, you know, the assist leader. Like I'm gonna pump up Magic Johnson. I'm not gonna tear down Steph Curry. You know what I mean? So right. that's what bothers me most about, about that argument. You know what I mean? Like with the LeBron stance. It's really the LeBron stance I do it for the most part. So right. Um, I think I
0: think I, 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 I think the biggest thing that I I, I agree with you on. And again, I, we can move on. Is you know mm-hmm. we we sports fans, and I'm, I'm I'm gonna go ahead and loop us all in. CP um, said this. He said this a lot. You know, and the, and the more I sit back and listen, the more. I... The older I get, the more you know. I understand it. We are literally creatures of the moment. We 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 really are. Right. Like, mm-hmm. let's keep it a buck. Like even before before we got here, we was talking about Dion and the, the possibility of him going to Florida State. You know, mm-hmm. he, he he won one game week one. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This, this, this isn't a whole season of work. Like, God forbid, he goes out there and his team is an egg, you know, against Nebraska. Does that mean he's not qualified to go to Florida State now? You know, are we going to be sitting here next Wednesday talking about how Dion, you know, then over his head? You know, I mean, it, it, it baffles me that, that we sports fans, you know, don't have the ability, you know, to, to sit back and objectively look at things you know full picture you know what i'm saying we we we, we, we have shows and we we have clip data we have this that in the third but ultimately in the grand scheme of things you know you can't sit there and say that you know lebron james is the greatest of all time and not pay homage to the people who laid the ground up for the game you know what i'm saying i can't right. stand russell westbrook but i do i do understand this oscar robinson mm-hmm. you know made... made made, made the triple double, you know, popular. You know what I'm saying? It made the triple double a thing so that now, you know, when, you know, Westbrook gets gets here, he can perfect it and do what he needs to do to to, to get his name etched down into, you know, basketball, you know, glory, Mm. if you will. So it, it, Mm. it, it baffles me that 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 we have come to this. Now again, I don't like Russell Westbrook. Mm. I don't like Russell Westbrook. I, I I hear mm. he's over there, you know, clearing his stuff doing his thing. I don't like him. Mm. I don't like him. I don't like him. But I do respect mm. the fact that this dude is a triple double guy. I respect it. Mm. I don't, like him. You don't you, I mean you
4: don't
0: like
4: him on the board.
3: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Mike, go ahead and get a an hit on this. Uh I definitely want to get your opinion about Paul's uh, comments about LeBron having to navigate social media and then and, and the in-your-face, you know, we pod, everybody's got a podcast. Everybody's got a platform, and, and LeBron's navigated that for his career, and it's been more pressure o- over Michael Jordan.
2: Well, so has every other player in basketball. And so, right. uh, uh, listen, KD said had these challenges, everybody in this generation, We talked about Kobe with the player seeing dollar signs and Kobe and Shaq's beef, and Shaq even said later that he should have handled things differently. And who knows uh, what they go down as if they stay together. Uh, To your point, I do believe Magic's the best uh, point guard of all time. Steph is probably the best pure shooting point guard of all time, but to your point, when I make Magic's case as the best point guard, I don't have to talk down on somebody else. Right, I don't have to say, well, this person's trash and this and that and this. I feel like that's this this um, modern day generation. Like we've gotten to a point now, and it's a it's a point of like society as a whole. Right, people can't yeah. have people can't have discussions without downing the other person's take. If everybody had the same views, if everybody believed the same thing, this world would be a boring place. It's diversity. It's uh, variety. That's the spice of life out there. And so it's okay to believe LeBron is as great as you want him to believe to be. But uh, we've talked about this before on this podcast. LeBron's a great player. I respect him, but he don't eat the same grass as goats. Yeah. Like he, he, he's not, he's not Michael Jordan. He's not. uh, And, and people could disagree with me on that. That's fine. Um, And then I will also say, uh, you know, you mentioned Kobe earlier. If I had five seconds to go, and I had to take one last shot. I will say this all day long. I would much rather that ball come off the hand of the Mamba than I would LeBron James. Just my opinion. And so, end of the day, yes, he's had his set of challenges. Every player has. Michael had to deal with losing his his father uh, in the middle of his career, and that caused him – listen, that shook him up so bad. The man wouldn't play uh, – Baseball for a couple of years. All right, here's the thing. Yep. If Michael doesn't go, if Michael doesn't go play baseball and he wins eight titles in a row, then what are we talking about? You put him in the same no in the same breath as Bill Russell. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then you have a couple seasons right there in the prime, right there to add to those point totals. That's a whole different animal, too. Now I understand if if it was a fifth, we could all be taking shots and be halfway to lit by now. But end of the day. Uh, LeBron's a good player in his, in his own right. He's one of the best to do it at the small forward position, and he is—he's one of the greatest of all time. I—I I don't know if I sit down and really think about it, where I put him as far as in my in my greatest list. But he's not one. He's probably mm-hmm. not two or three. But that does not take away from the fact that he is a great player. And I will say this because I don't like to throw shade on LeBron James. I don't like to throw shit on any other player, uh, but sometimes there are a couple little things that people that I, I just have to kind of clap back on these LeBron people. Tell me when Michael Jordan was so despondent that he walked off the court and failed to show sportsmanship and walked out on his team uh, before the game was right. even over. Um, at the end of the day, let's show some class, too. But uh, LeBron's LeBron's a great player, and he deserves kudos, but not at the expense of the people that come, came before him. And, you know, that, that's the problem. Sometimes this, this young generation at times can be entitled and you don't have to disrespect others to tap the greatness of somebody else. And when you do, that shows flaws in your argument and shows that it ain't really that solid. Because if you can't just resting on, on why you think a person's great, if you can't do it without knocking another guy that tells you that you don't have enough enough bullets in the gun.
3: Yeah, you don't believe it. You know what I mean? Like he's got to put the crown on his own head. Like that's his shot, right? With the Lakers, right? Lately is when he does something great, he puts the crown on his head. Like let me let me put the You know see you, you, when 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 King Charles finally got the crown uh not too long ago, he didn't take the crown from from the priest and put it on his head. The priest put it on his head. You know what I'm saying? Like, let me do that. Let me crown you. Don't You don't crown yourself. That's just, you know, that's the mentality today of this generation that I don't understand. And, and, you know, like there's so many arguments for Jordan's army arguments against them too. I'm not going to lie. I mean, I, I respect the fact that LeBron has navigated the social media world, but to your point, so with a lot of people, so those Steph Curry, right? So, you know, so, Jokic and, and Giannis, and all these guys like that. Everybody's in the same. He's not the only one that has to navigate the social media world. You know what I'm saying? Like, and you know, he was he was crowned since he was in high school, but he, his people did that. You know what I'm saying? I don't think everybody did that. You know what I'm saying? But he, the the pressure was there, but you know, I almost feel like it was kind of self-imposed too. So. Listen, I, I just that's what that's my point. I, I just hate how people just want to bash Jordan to make LeBron look great. And and you don't have to do that. Jordan's never done that, you know what I mean? Like n- nobody ever bashed Kareem to put Jordan over Kareem because Kareem was the greatest player ever until Jordan ascended to that level. But nobody, to my knowledge, ever bashed Kareem to make the argument for Jordan.
2: You know what I'm saying? So Let me give you- it's go ahead real quick. No, no, my I'm bad. Not, Let me give you one more thing. To me, and, and I'll move off this. I'm, I'm sorry. I just to me, if you want to, if you want to throw props at the man. To me, like okay, navigating social media, whatever, fine. But to, I don't know that there's ever been as much hype around one guy at such a young age coming into the league, eighteen, nineteen years old. The fact that he was able mm-hmm. to navigate those waters, the fact that you never really heard any any issues about him getting in any kind of trouble and off court things and all the things right. that he's been able to give back as well off the court, to me there's a lot of things that you can point to about LeBron James that, that make him uh great. Uh on and off mm-hmm. the court. But but that to me, that speaks more to me to uh his prowess than the fact that he's been able to navigate social media. Right. Can, right. I,
0: can, can, can I say something and then we can move on? Can I say something? I, I think general I, I, mm-hmm. I, I think the biggest thing that is kind of stirring this whole this whole drink, if you will, is I have never heard so many people compare themselves to Mike. Um, you know, as opposed to Kareem, like you know, kids grow up. This they don't. They say they don't want to be like. Kareem, they say, want to be like Mike. Kobe Brown was mm-hmm. the next quote-unquote Michael Jordan. LeBron James was supposed to be the next quote-unquote Michael Jordan. There, there there, hasn't been a big man the next Kareem, you know what I'm saying? So I, 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 right. I think that's why, to, 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 to your point, Dylan, you, you know, Kareem's, to, to Kareem, Kareem's legacy or Kareem's stature has never been questioned and will ever be solidified. Amongst the basketball purists because there really hasn't been a, a, a big name you know trying to nip at his heels like let's let let's right. keep it a buck kids nowadays you know are, are trying to be the next step first, you know what I'm saying you got big right. men, you know seven foot three one beyond size, trying to shoot from forty feet because they want to be the next step first, so you know we're gonna have we're going to have this conversation you know, in two or three years about, you know, well, this player's better than Steph, or this player's better than Steph, whatever the case may be. Who knows? But growing up, especially in that era, that era that we all grew up in, everybody was compared to Mike. Everybody wanted to be like Mike. Everybody wanted to do Mike. Mike, 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 Mike. Mike. You know, Kobe Bryant came out, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, he was, you know, what he was. And, you know, LeBron James came out, and then, you know, he and LeBron James had their thing. And so I think that that, kind of stirs, you know the 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 curiosity is, you kind of drive the conversation, but ultimately, man, mm-hmm. shout out to Kareem, um, and and, and you know the, the the big guy. But like, I I think that has a lot to do with it. Like, and besides, let's give it a book. The, the the slogan is trash. Like, you know, what I'm saying, everybody wants to be like my Nobody thinks they want to be like Kareem, though. Yeah.
3: Right, and but you know, Kareem was a great is a great high school player. Kareem is the greatest college player. Like his, his college stats and his records and everything are impeccable. And then, you know, he became one of the great, arguably the greatest NBA player. So, you know, he had that pressure coming out of college, right. To win. And, you know, so it,
1: it, it's there,
3: man. And it's a fun argument for me. I just, you know, the things that bother me about the argument, but at the end of the day, um, Everybody's got their opinion. As long as you can respect it, and I'll say it again, Magic Johnson is the greatest point guard who ever lived. I don't want to hear this crap. Curry can say he's supposed to feel that way, right? He's supposed to say, I'm the I'm the best. Why wouldn't you say that about yourself? Um, Magic was different. 6'9", point guard that could, you know, play all the – he played all the positions, five, five rings, MVPs, um, his, 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 he, he was different He changed the game He saved the game Him and Larry Bird Saved the game So uh, that, uh, That's all I'll say about that But call it Mike what, what family am I repping Mike You gotta let me know uh, Mike, Mike didn't hit the queue No Mike's family baby cube.
2: No family I got you There, there it is I'm about to it's say you
3: jump
0: you. Jumped
1: off, you He
3: jumped off man He got away He jumped off He jumped <laughs> off Nah he's there Mike is there Mike That's my boy Mike no um, Call number 9294772759 um big news came out uh today fellas um in the NFL world uh, as we prepare for the 2000 uh 2023 season that kicks off tomorrow I know TP is you know patiently waiting like uh 50, 50 cent and uh M&M uh you know from get rich by trying um uh, Nick Bosa is the highest paid defensive highest paid defensive player um, they finally got the deal done as the season starts. They said he will be able to play against your Steelers series. Um, he agreed to an extension, five years, hundred and seventy million dollars, uh a hundred and twenty two point five guaranteed. Wowza, he got his he got his bread and absolutely deserves it. Uh, you know, former player uh defensive player of the year, T P. Timeless. Um, the deal is done. We said it was going to be a big deal. Um, we didn't know if it was going to get to the Aaron Donald level. Clearly, it, it is because now he's the highest non-quarterback player in in, in history. Uh, talk to me about Nick Nick Bosa getting his his lettuce, getting his letters, and uh, what kind of impact is he going to have this season?
4: Um, no surprise. Um, extremely happy for him, even though. He has a different nature, but the way that he plays football is totally different, man. Um, mm-hmm. It was expected. Like, the way that he plays football, he, I'm going to tell you the truth. He makes me forget about Joseph Bosa. Like, I don't think about <laughs> Joseph Bosa no more. Like, I, it's just Nick Bosa. And it's like, when they say Joey Bosa, it's like, oh, oh, that's his brother. I forgot he's the older brother. Like, it's different. And, and San Francisco, with all of the stuff that's going on with contracts, so on and so forth, the only person that's getting paid there is Debo. So they got a ton of money to play around with right now out of San Francisco. And it's like, for them to pay him, he deserves it because he is the anchor of that defense, and that's what makes them go. Just picture them playing without him, especially up against the Steelers, where you got the Steelers already kind of calling them out, uh, T.J. Watt going back and forth with for Kittle. It's like, that makes that game that much more special, that Boles is out there doing his thing on the end, too. So they had to get that done. No matter where that number fell, it's, it's no surprise that he got the money that he he deserved every penny of it. Uh, just depended on where him and his agent were able to get the team to kind of, you know, meet at the top of the line on that situation. And, of course, they are, the Bosa's are covered for life for this, and his brother Joseph Bosa is doing what he can in L.A. to try to make it happen. But he's, he's running California right now. He is the Bosa that's running Cali at this point in time. And uh, rightfully so, just hopefully – San Francisco can keep this thing rocking and get back to another either NFC Championship game or Super Bowl, so on and so forth. I don't want to say that we off or not if they don't, but if he's on the if he's on the roster, they definitely still have a shot. He just has to stay upright and away from that injury bug. That Nick Bosa is one of a kind. I gotta give him that credit.
3: Absolutely, you know I'm I'm happy he got his last. He deserved it. Um, you hate to get to this point right a couple of days before the season starts, but I know he's ready. I know he's prepared. But he he had to stand firm. He deserved his money, and and I'm glad he got it. Michael, talk to me about uh, Nick Bosa getting his lettuce. Five-year, $170 million
2: extension. Highest paid non-quarterback
3: in NFL history.
2: Yeah, man. He got enough lettuce to feed salad to all the homeless people in San Francisco. And that's one of the cities with the highest homeless population in the country. Uh, And he deserves it. Nobody in – all respect to uh, Watt from Pittsburgh and uh, other players at the position. Nobody affects the game from the defensive end position quite like Nick Bosa. San Francisco had to do this, and especially Barry, because uh, that window is tight for them. I understand they got a young quarterback. You got McCaffrey, who's had his health issues. You got a lot of weapons on that offense, but then you've got a lot of guys who their contracts are about up. There's a lot of guys that are going to need to be paid. Uh, Fred Warner is one of the best linebackers in this game. Uh, he can tackle. He can cover. He is truly a multifaceted linebacker and one of the, one of the best in the game right now. Uh, they have, they're going to have to start paying players. IU, uh Warner, a lot of these contracts are going to come soon, come due, where they've got to pay the piper. And just because of salary cap reasons and whatever, they are not going to be able to bring all these guys back. Right? And that being the case, this may this is the last time that you're gonna have this collection of sound together and they're gonna to have to get creative to figure some things out. And even if they kick the can down the road on a few of these contracts, uh, eventually the bills are gonna come due. And so at the end of the day, this may be this may be as good a chance as any that the Niners have to be able to get back, to be able to go to the Super Bowl or to be able to make some noise and come out of the NFC and have a chance to, to play for that Lombardi trophy the first weekend of February. So you had to get this deal done, uh, you know, the, to me, especially with everything that went on trading Lance and everything. And uh, the, the, I feel like, John Lynch and the front office of the 49ers were under a lot of pressure to do this because if you don't, you can't really look at those fans and tell them that we're trying to do everything we can to make sure that this team has the best chance to win. So this is something that had to get done. I'm glad it did. I'm happy for Bosa for getting his bread. Uh, You know, now come out and play like the best defensive end in the league, which I believe you are uh, and and come show why you got that money. So, I look forward to seeing what he can do this year, but he definitely deserves it, so props to him. And, listen, even though I don't like to always tip my hat to the front office, and it was done a little later than I would have liked to have seen props to the Niners front office for getting this done and making sure this man gets paid what he's worth.
3: Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just – it, he's a good guy too, right? Like, I haven't really heard anything – uh, bad about him, you know. Um, <laughs> he and he deserves it. He's the reigning defensive player of the year, and 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 rightfully so. He had a brilliant year, you know. Like like Bi said, you know, I'm gonna tell you. Like and told me, cash was everything around me. So like, <laughs> get 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 that dude his money. Serious talk to me. Nick Bosa, man. Getting that getting that bread. Got the
0: yo. You know what we said this on yesterday's show. Um, mm-hmm. That the forty ers would eventually have to cave in and and get this done. They didn't want to go into the two thousand twenty three campaign without Nick Bosa uh, in, in, in the building, and, and they got it done. Um, so it really doesn't come as a shock to me. I, I, I was kind of hoping that um, I didn't have to deal with him on Sunday, but you know he's going to be in the building. So that you know the two two of the best defensive players in, in today's game. Uh, squaring off at Action Stadium on, on Sunday with TJ Watt and, and Nick Bosa, so that should be fun. Um, but again, it shouldn't come as a shock. I, the thing is, man, I hate this game. You know, the business of the NFL <laughs> um, annoys right. me because essentially, you scrub your social media, you throw your temper tantrum, you do what you got to do to get the attention and get your deal. And then all of a sudden you show back up as if you didn't just trash my name and, and treat me like garbage, you know, run me through, run me on social media and run me through the media and this, that, and the third. And now we're supposed to show up, shake hands, sing Kumbaya and go out there and try to be for a championship as if it never happened. You know, I, I, I listened to, you know, Harris press conference today um, as he was talking about it. And, you know, he was like, Mm -hmm. they, they have made their peace with it. They have, they, they washed their hands of it as a Saturday, they were preparing for it not to get done and he was shocked you know, two minutes before he took the press conference that it got done, so he's excited rightfully so. You know what I'm saying? He's excited to have his guy back and now everybody's good and he's added spoiling San Francisco Polyana's back to the, you know, his social media handles and everything is fine. Like I, 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 I hate this I hate this damn. You know what I'm saying? I I I hate with the business of of athletics does to the athletes and, and, and the ball club. Like, this is not just a, a football thing. I mean, you see it in basketball, you know, all over the place. Hell, we, we're watching it right now with James Harden. You know what I'm saying? The right. business of sports sometimes gets in the way, and it makes, it, it, it makes rooting for the player or the team very, very difficult. So I'm excited for Nick Bosa. I think he is worth every penny that they're going to pay him. Um, I hope he has a great year. I just hope it doesn't start until week number two. <laughs> yeah, the worst
3: thing that happened was that he signed that that contract and now he's ready to go against the Steelers. I think I still think the Steelers uh can pull off the upset.
0: Um
3: I think they're 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 home dogs, right? Serious?
0: Yeah, we're three and a half point
2: dogs right now.
3: Yeah, so I mean, you know, I take the points, but um We'll see what happens. Nick Bolsa, getting your bread, San Francisco, looking like they're ready to go. And you guys are right, man. Like, you got you got Purdy, you know, Mr. Irrelevant on a really cheap contract. That means you can pay everybody else and do what you need to do. So um, you got to get these guys paid. You got to get Debo paid. You got to get Warner, like you said, Mike. You got to get him paid. There's other guys, uh, especially on that offensive line, that's going to get their money. So you got to pay these guys. You got to get it going. So,
1: and now uh, they got to win.
3: They got to they gotta get. They got to get over that hump because they've been a really good team for for quite a while, and they just haven't been able to get over the hump. So um, I don't know what it's going to take for them to do it. But um, timeless, it, the floor is yours, man. I it, we got kickoff tomorrow. Uh, the Detroit Lions going against the Kansas City Chiefs. Um, you know, we talked about it yesterday with um, Travis Kelsey. Um, he might not be available. I personally would not play him. I don't know how you guys feel about it. Um, We can go around and ask, but, you know, they said there's no structural damage to the knee, that they're swelling. Um, So they just got to get the swelling down. I think you don't play him. I think you kind of take advantage of this long bye, short, long bye. You know, you get a couple days after this game and then next week. um, Get him right, man. It's a long season. But either way, the Detroit Lions, a lot of expectations winning eight of their last ten games last season after starting the year 1-6, and six, which was disappointing for me. I didn't think they would start 1-6. But uh, he came on hot. They're one of the hot teams um, in the league right now um, as a pick. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs obviously defending Super Bowl champs, uh, beat the Eagles in the Super Bowl. So they get to host uh, the opening game on Thursday night, which has been a tradition. In the league, so that the Chiefs get their rings, they get to open up the season against your Detroit Lions. Uh, the, the D, baby, TP, what do you got for tomorrow, brother?
4: So, you see it as a pick now because I've seen it get as low as four and a half. Is that a pick?
3: Um, I don't know. What What do you see in the line? Okay, well, I didn't
4: know. We were six and a half to five and a half to five. to now it's at four and a half. I didn't. I was like, if it's a pick, I'm I'm, I'm scared to death. Um, I think oh. that Travis Kelsey is playing the way that Jason Kelsey has been approaching their uh, podcast. He's basically saying mm-hmm. that Travis will play. So uh, mm-hmm. as much as I'm like, I'm conflicted in the situation. It's like I don't want to play them without him because then you'll hear everybody say, "Oh, will you beat him without Kelsey?" And then if you play with him, he's just dangerous to beat you. So it's like. I'm caught in the middle, but I'd rather play him beating him and don't have to hear nothing, you know what I'm saying? But he, he's a monster in his own right. It's just how much he can give off of that leg. And uh, I want to know what type of hypertension was it. They said that he was catching uh, red zone passes, and it happened in the end zone. So I don't know how bad the situation is, but if his brother's saying that he will play, without a doubt, I'm, I'm giving him a go. Especially with them getting the Super Bowl honors, the banners, so on and so forth, I think he's going to play. The Chris Jones situation is interesting because now they're saying that he still can suit up. They're giving him 90 minutes before the game to play. This guy has not practiced, ran a drill or anything. He's just going to suit up and play. It's like, wow, how incredible is this team going to put this together right before game one, week one, everything. Kansas City is like playing games in their own right. So it it, it makes it tough and – the the pressure is back on. I don't know if you guys ever seen a movie, uh, Menison Society, but that's when uh, Charles F. Dutton and told Kane and them in his classroom like the hunt is still on. So it's 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 still a roller coaster of a situation. I'm I'm spinning like crazy. But the one thing about it, like of course I am heavily concerned about what Kansas City brings out, but the way that we ended the season last year, how sharp the lines they put it together, I can't wait to see the starters. All preseason long, the only starter that I really think i see seen was Jameer Gibbs. That's really it. None of the offensive line, none of the new studs on defense, all of the Corvettes and Lamborghinis, all of them have been in the garage. Gibbs got out that one game up against the Giants, started going crazy. They said, Yo, oh, you going crazy like that? Sit down. And, and second quarter started, he didn't play no more, and he didn't see no more field neither. So it's like all of the new pieces that we have coming, especially everybody screaming about Brian Branch. I can't wait to see him out there on the field. That's one of the guys they said they're going to line up up against Kelsey. It's tough for a rookie to go up against a, a Hall of Fame tight end, but the way that he plays ball is going to be very interesting to see if they can slow this situation down. Um, and the one thing I'm I've really got my eyes open for, and I and I want it to happen. Like I'm begging for it to happen, but I don't I don't know if it can. The only way the Lions can win this game is by shootout. It's going to have to be a shootout. Can Mm -hmm. Jared Goff outshoot Patrick Mahomes is the question. The last time these two played, Goff did it. So it's like, I'm so nervous to see this happen, especially with so much time off. Goff hasn't done anything other than practice, so it's like, I'm just hoping that we got it together. I mean, and it's a smart tactic to not have these guys risk getting injured throughout the preseason, but I'm hoping that it all clicks the right way. Uh, that's that's all I'm really asking for. If everybody could remain upright and we can have a good, clean game, no nothing. Um, the one person I'm really worried about is Mahomes trying to light us up on fire. But the one thing that's good about it is I got Mahomes as my fantasy quarterback. So I'm like, go ahead and light us up then because I can sure use the points for fantasy. <laughs> that's for sure. But um, if the defense stops them, I'm, I'm happy in, in one way, but I'm mad cause it's like, oh, now because I got you. You want to have a sluggish start. So I, I go with my blue regardless. I don't, I don't care what's going to happen. It, it's Honolulu all day. But um, I'm, I'm, my popcorn is ready. I, I got the movie theater butter just sitting in the, the doggone cabinet waiting to get heated. I got my um, Orville Redenbacher. We pop because we pop them. Like Orville Redenbacher. I, I want to see all my guns get out there, and I really want to see the matchup between Jameer and whatever linebacker they got, man. If they got a linebacker that could keep up with him all game long, this is going to be a beautiful one. But if they don't, this could get ugly very fast. So um, the, the time is now, man. I'm, I'm hours away. Forget y'all saying a day, man. I, I, like now I said, all I need is one mic, man. That's all I need. <laughs> it's almost here, brother. It's almost here. It's going to be
3: fun, man. I mean. Serious. I mean, Chris Jones. said, uh, You know, he's 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 still holding out. He just wants he just wants a new, uh, a raise, and you know he wants a long-term deal. He wants to retire. Um, he wants to be a chief for life. And he said, you know, he can play tomorrow if if need be. Maybe without that contract, he's willing to play. So, I mean, what kind of impact do you think Chris Jones would have? Um, I I feel like they need him. Uh, to win a Super Bowl. They don't need him yeah. to win the game, win or lose tomorrow. They need him long-term to win the Super Bowl. And then Travis Gene, Kelsey I, I, I and, have... and the Lions.
0: I happen to disagree with you. I, I honestly think if Chris Jones is not in that lineup, Detroit's going to be able to do whatever the hell they want to do. Because okay. with, without, 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 without Chris Jones, there is nobody really stopping the run. And we sat here and we listened to TP talk about Jameer Gibbs. You all seen the highlights of Jameer Gibbs and what this offense is going to be able to potentially do. Um, I I, I hate doing it, but I'm actually picking the upset because I don't mm-hmm. think the Kansas City Chiefs are Ooh. the Kansas the Kansas City Chiefs of uh, of later on in the season. I, I think they get themselves back right. I think they'll make another mm-hmm. Super Bowl run. But right now they are missing way too many guns. You know what I'm saying? Kadarius Tony is just now getting back to practice and he he's missed the whole off season. You got Travis Kelsey dealing with a hyperextension of his of his knee, so we all know he's not hundred percent. You're missing your your, right. your 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 defensive lineman who's a tremendous run stopper, um, and a team in the Detroit Lions that well, you kinda likes to play smash mouth football from time to time. Um, with something to prove. Um, call me crazy, call me stupid, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm picking the Lions before the upset tomorrow um, because I just do not believe that Kansas City is going to kick the ground running. Now, again, there'll be, you know, an 11, 12, 13-win ball club, you know, compete, you know, for AFC supremacy, this, that, in the third. But for tomorrow, I, 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 I don't see how the Lions lose this. They, they have all their pieces. Everybody's healthy, everybody's geared up ready to go. The hype is there. Um, and right now I I, I kinda believe a little bit more in, in what the Detroit Lions are selling me. Give me Detroit, man.
4: Barry, hold yeah, on. I mean, I everybody everybody everybody, everybody everybody stop. Everybody everybody stop. Everybody stop. Barry, do you see what's going on right now? I do. Uh, do you see that Sirius earlier today said that he listens to Timeless. He said that the more and more as he gets older, it's starting to stick to him. And now he is showing Honolulu blue love against one of his conference foes sports series. I feel like James Brown, I'm about to jump back and kiss myself. You, you don't even know what's happening right now. I'm about to my right now. Oh, my goodness. Serious, come on over, bro. Come on. Come on. Come to the mitten, <laughs> man. Come to the bit. I don't you know. Wait, will Wait. i you ever, you ever, you ever seen <laughs> 8 Mile? You ever seen the movie 8 Mile?
0: Of course, I, of course I've seen
4: 8 Mile. Okay. And the way um Bunny Rabbit kicked off his last round, you know what he said?
0: Everybody from the three one three. The three one three, like, three. put your, your mother effort hands up here. Follow bomb, me, follow. you hear
4: me. And follow <laughs> me. You hear me? Do you hear me? Put your Molly Ever hands up and follow me, okay? <laughs> <laughs> it's
3: so acting. I
4: think the Lions got got a chance. Got there, got. Even Barry too
0: good. You, you know what I'm saying? If if if, if my man Greenwood can flippity flop like a hot cake and go back and forth and come back home <laughs> in the second third. You know what I'm saying? I can pick the Lions to win a game tomorrow. That's all I'm saying. Uh, uh, my yep, goodness. he's coming home.
1: He's coming home. Coming home. <laughs> he's coming <laughs> home. All <laughs> oh, the world's <laughs> oh, coming. coming. Home.
2: <laughs> Whatever
1: for
4: you two.
2: But no, listen, I I
3: would take the points. It's four and a half. I would take the points. I I I take the points for the Lions. I do think they can pull the upset. If it's if, if Goff can play well on the road, which he's had a he had a problem with last year, um, if he can play well on the road, I, I don't see any reason why they can't. I mean, you're talking about Jamar Gibbs getting comparisons to Marshall Falk. That's high praise. You know, like, the, I, that's what I saw today on NFL Network. They, they were comparing him to Mar- the Marshall Plan. And everybody knows that he, he is an MVP. So, um, before it became a, a, a quarterback award, you know, he was that dude. So, I, I like I like their chances, especially if Chris Jones, he's not – even if he does play, I don't know how effective he would be the first game, not much of a training camp. And Travis Kelsey hobbling on one leg. So, I, I you know, and Kaderis Tony Who. I've never seen that guy play. Uh, you know, he barely plays. He barely played for the Giants. Um maybe one or two games. And maybe a couple games for the for the Chiefs, so uh, we I don't know who that guy is, but um um uh, <laughs> just a little hate. But uh Michael, uh what what family we repping, Mike? What family we rappin'?
2: No family. All right, there you go. No, uh, man. Uh, so Mike, talk to me no about man. this game, man.
3: It's gonna be very, it's gonna be interesting tomorrow night on NBC. I wish that we had that theme song. I gotta get that. <laughs> you know, that's one of my favorites. But Mike, talk to me about Listen. this game tomorrow.
2: Listen, his real name is Clarence, and Clarence, Clarence have a real good marriage.
1: Uh No, <laughs> I, mean, <laughs> I mean,
2: looking at this game tomorrow. When Chris Jones is not on the field for Kansas City, that defense looked a lot worse for wear. Uh, it looks like they have more holes in it than Swiss cheese. So I expect this game to be an absolute shootout. Uh, I don't think there's any rain in the area, so we don't have to worry about golf playing in rain. I don't have to worry about it playing in the cold. Uh, mm-hmm. you know, the interesting thing is, like, I love Gibbs in space and what he can do. And then I'm also curious to see with with Montgomery, if, if you don't have Chris Jones in the game, can the Lions, who I love their offensive line, can the Lions yep. also line up and run the ball out? Because that's the other thing that, that I see. I mean, you know, T.P. mentioned the shootout, and it, it very well could turn into that. But if you can line up, and between Gibbs and Montgomery – you can line up and run the ball at the end, and that offensive line can pave the way and, put, and push that uh, Chiefs line around at times, uh, then that will open things up in the passing game. And if you get to where you can wear them down later and you can run the ball at will, then you can keep the ball out of Patrick Mahomes' hand. Uh the best defense at times is a good offense that can that can put together long drives. I think the recipe for the Lions tomorrow is to be able to sustain drives and it and when they want to control the be able to uh play ball, control and control the ball. Uh because when they can, that will also allow them to open things up and hit shots down the field. Right. So uh I expect a shootout, you know, they say defense wins championships but offense is what puts uh, behinds in the seats and and what gets people interested. I expect something like a 31-28, 34-31 type game. And this game very well could come down to who has the ball
1: last. Uh,
2: I I think it could be one of those types of games. Uh, I'm really, really interested to see – I like Brian Branch as a player. I think he's kind of a, a tweener between a safety and a corner, uh, but it, he's got a high IQ and got some good ball skills. And I think he uh, can match up with a lot of different guys and he can come up and hit you. I, I'm really curious to see the strides made by this line the defense. Uh, and, and I think it's going to be a very close game. I think it's going to be exciting. And it's funny because when they first pulled out the schedule and they talked about possible opponents, uh, you know, reading articles, they said, you know, most likely opponents in week one for the, the Chiefs, and they had Lions like three or four on that list, but they said it was a pretty good possibility. And I was like, I actually think this would be the most exciting game to start the season off because that Lions offense last year was pretty magical. Uh, Can Goff do it again uh, now that they see what's going on? Uh, You know, I think it's big for the Lions to try to get off to a a really good start this year. You know, they finished strong last year. They had the one game, I think it was Carolina, that they had no business losing that could have really put them in the playoff picture. Um, But they they played so well down the stretch, they just had that one game that they didn't play well. Um, So uh, to me, it's very important for them to get off to a really good start. Now, uh, you know, ring night, everybody's going to kind of be hyped in Kansas City. The fans are going to be there tailgating all day. It's going to be a raucous, raucous environment. You know, I was reading today how much they've been piping uh, crowd noise in to try to prepare for this. Uh, Somebody said, I think it was uh, Gibbs or somebody on that offense in the article, they said, I think they broke the speaker's. They, uh, they were playing him so loud uh, This week So uh, I think Detroit's doing all they can to prepare And Anybody that sees Dan Campbell And listens to him talk And whatever He's one of those guys that you would run a, want to run through a wall for uh, If you had to He can convince you That you have the ability to run through that wall And you'll be convinced until he even, <laughs> You know with a black mm-hmm. eye prevent a broken nose for trying Um uh, but I expect this to be a close game. I, I keep going back and forth on who I think is going to win, but I think it's going to come down to who has the ball last. Give me a score, Mike.
3: You see, give me a score, final score tomorrow.
2: 34-31 Lions.
3: Serious, give me a final score for tonight's game. Who you got?
2: 28-24 uh,
0: Lions.
3: I'm going to go with the Lions, I'm going to say 31-27. I think it's going to be a close game, but I think the Lions are going to pull it out. Timeless. Give me a score for tomorrow night's game.
4: It's my party and I cry if I want to <laughs> cry. If I, want to. <laughs> I can't with my again. You
2: won't
0: cry,
4: too, if it
2: happens.
4: <laughs> 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 oh, man. Yeah, it's going to be an old-fashioned, nasty one. 38 34. Everybody from the three one three, put your MF-ing hands up and follow me. I think it's, 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 there's no way this game stays under 30. If the Lions, right. the only way this game stays under 30 with the 20-24 that you guys said, so on and so forth, if they can contain or slow down Patrick Mahomes, that's the only way that this is going to be one of them close slugfests. But I... As much as I love it with the move that they made defensively, I don't. I still don't think it's enough to slow Mahomes down and all those freakish, you know, unscripted plays that he makes. He could do one of those left-handed passes. He could scramble at the right time, and, and the defense has had everything locked down. It's, I just if we can shut Mahomes down or contain. I don't want to say shut. If we shut him down, don't talk to me. Like my phone is broken. Like like I, I, if we if we if we, we hold the Mahomes to seventeen on ring night, uh, don't call me. Leave me alone. Call the police. We do something. Because if it go crazy like that, I'm going to be out of my mind. I'm going to be at a bar drunk. I'm going to make sure this man ain't jump over a bread song.
0: We'll, we'll, we'll do
4: a <laughs> I, I think I smoke cigarettes or something. I don't know. It, it, something crazy will just have to happen. But I don't think they slow them down like that. But if, if they can, I, I'm going to be ecstatic. But I really feel like the way that our offense started applying pressure and the pieces that we did add in LaPorta and Gibbs, like, that's, that's. – and one part about it, a lot, a lot of people love LaPorta. I'm a Brock Wright fan. Like, I love Brock Wright at the tight end position, but LaPorta has been praised so highly coming out of Iowa and all of the gifts that he does bring to the table. It's like, well, you got to be a spark right now. Even Travis Kelsey's talking highly about him, not just like, oh, he's on the team. Like, because they went to the, the tight end university over the summer or whatever, so they worked out yeah. together. And he he's praising him, so – it's tough, man. As much as I want it to be like a calm game, but as much as I want to see my office stay lit, I um I kind of put my own twist to it, and I feel like I'm putting myself right on Car- karma's uh, crosshairs. But we stopped one of them State Farm boys. Cause we stopped the other one the game after? So we already stopped Rodgers and sent them packing out of Green Bay? Do we get Mahomes and stop him on this State Farm and – painting uh, mustaches on people's face with Andy Reid, can we do that back to back? If we do if we do this significantly or, or like impressively, if we okay, if we went by more than two scores, like I don't even want to say fourteen, but if it's like a nine, a eleven, I'm talking crap. But if it's heavy, like fourteen, seventeen, leave me alone. <laughs> Y'all yo, yo, about to talk to other people, put up posts. Do what y'all need to do because I'm, I'm going to be out of my hey, um, skin if we it like let that. Let me
0: ask you guys a question. Yeah, good. I've got a decision to make. Do I start Tua versus the Chargers tomorrow or this week, or do I start Jared Goff versus
1: Kansas City?
4: You said Tua oh, versus
0: the Chargers? God.
1: Yeah, Tua yeah. versus
0: Chargers. Or do I start Jared my Goff? God. I, my I'm God, my God, that's God.
3: I, I my gut says golf. My gut says yeah, all of the golf. Read my quarterback. I
1: think I think it's close. Cool. I think
3: they're gonna have, I I feel like they're gonna have the same amount of points to be honest with you. But I, I would like I would think golf has a better chance of success than um than Tua just because of the matchup. And, like, and I feel like this matchup for the Lions is perfect for them because they have a lot of hype and they didn't have a lot of primetime games last year. So now it doesn't get more primetime than opening the season. And it, this is a time, like, they need to rise to the occasion to show the world, like, hey, we're here, we're coming. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, I said, we're coming, you know, we're coming. No, we're here now. Like, this is that game to say, like, we're here. We're not the old Lions that haven't won this division ever you know since the realignment we're coming for this division to get our chips so i think it's serious. a perfect game for them to, to, to get to get it going so um
4: serious so just tell what? tell Jess every kid begins with k okay just tell her that uh huh uh huh don't don't go. To, listen, don't don't go to Jareds. Just tell every kid begins with K. Don't go to Jared. Okay, they're fine.
3: Yeah,
4: Mike, Mike,
3: real real quick, Mike. Um, going into week one, what is the what is what what is like the most intriguing storyline for you, team or what have you? You don't have to pick your team. I'm going to try not to pick my team. But what are you most looking forward to in week one?
2: Um, being able to watch the Red Zone Channel for six, seven hours of commercial-free football <laughs> Uh but but not, I mean, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, I want to see I want to see how the Chargers bounce back uh, from yeah that that playoff loss after um, you know getting getting smacked in the mouth by Jacksonville and blowing that lead. Uh, I want to see how they come back. I, I'm also very curious to see. Uh, what Russell Wilson looks like in that Sean Payton team, but also and part of it because of the hard knocks thing or whatever. Uh, what happened? Yeah, you know what? Is, what is? I'm really excited to see that Jets Bills game on Monday night. I think that's going to be very very interesting in the AFC East. I agree with
3: you. I can't wait to see that game. Um, serious. What What are you most looking forward to outside of your Steelers? Uh, what are you looking forward to in Week One?
0: Um. I think, for me, it's going to come down to a couple things. Um, okay. I think I want to see what the rookie quarterbacks look like. Um, mm. You know, the, the window dressing is off now. This is just a bullets, so to speak. And um, so all the rookie quarterbacks that uh, went in, in the first round are starting and playing um, and playing in some interesting spots. I want to see what Tampa Bay does. Um, Tampa Bay's in a weird situation. You're starting Baker Mayfield. You got Mike Evans going into, you know, a soft pole hiatus from, you know, contract negotiations. You got a team and, and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Arizona Cardinals that could potentially do some tanking um, to, to, to get themselves in a better draft, you know, positioning uh, later on in the year. Um, and I want to see <clears> – <throat> If, if, if these, you know, second-tier backs, you know, that are taking the lead to first-tier things, well, totally man up. Talking about Halloween and Madison, Tony Pollard, um, you know, these guys are now getting the bulk of the work for their respective teams. Can they honestly hold up um, and, and produce what's expected? There's a lot to be expected from Madison. There's a lot to be expected mm-hmm. from Tony Pollard. So they man up, if you will, and, and carry the load. You know, there's, there's a saying with the running back position. In the quarterback position, I mean, you're only as good, you know, as the guy behind you. Like everybody wants the second guy, you know. So you you want the second guy. You got the you got the opportunity. Um, let's make good on it. Keep in mind, Tony Pollard's in a contract decision. You know, he he got franchise tag, so he's playing for his you know his, his next deal. So I want to see what he looks like.
3: Yeah, absolutely, man. I, Pollard's interesting because you know he's coming off that knee injury too, right, sirius? So um, he's going to the, from you know averaging. I think I put in my article. I think last year he had twelve carries a game for his career. It's an eight carry a game guy. Now he's the guy. He's the lead back. Can he hold up knee wise? And is he ready for that responsibility? So it's very. It's going to be very interesting for Tony Pollard. TP, what outside of your Lions, man? What are you looking forward to most in Week One?
4: There are a lot of things to look forward to in this on week one. First and foremost, I'm going to get this out of the way. Um, Arizona Cardinals are going to be the first team to go over There is no way any team loses to them with everything that is going on. I'm saying that right now. If a team loses to them, shame, shameful. Y'all should be ashamed of yourselves. I'm glad we don't play them because I ain't jinxing myself. Thank the Lord. So they ain't on our schedule, but – Whoever gets that game where they're like, oh, it's nine to six in the fourth quarter and, and they're in the res, I don't want to be that team. Please, that, there's no way that they have all of that disarray going on down there, and, and you got Kyler Murray wearing uh, sports bras. Like no, that, enough is enough. I'm not. That's one. If, if the Cardinals pull one game off this season, I'm out of my mind. Like that, that's one. Two, Matthew Stafford, right? Oh, he won a Super Bowl when he left Detroit. Oh, he's great. Detroit, he paid favorite the Rams, so on and so forth. Cooper Cup is out week one. Let's see if Matt Stafford is this great quarterback that everybody says he is. If he can put this together and start winning games and be down a weapon, we'll see. But like I told y'all, he is not that guy. And um, they were already trying to deal him this season. He's already starting without one of the best receivers in the league already. If he can put it together and get a win, I give him credit. If not, you better listen to what I'm telling you. But um, I I feel like he'll nevertheless try to make it a competitive game, but Stafford is definitely on the decline, and the Rams don't have enough weapons around him to make this thing happen with all of the stuff that they're going through and potentially losing Aaron Donald due to retirement, so on and so forth. I, I feel like this could be a down year for them, too. They'll definitely be at the bottom of that division, in the NFC West with the Cardinals bringing that, that caboose up itself. But uh, I want to see a staffer can do this work that everybody prays him for for beating the Bengals uh, previously. Um, I'm also looking forward to Lamar. If, just like I said yesterday, Lamar got weapons now. And I was one of the people that said, it's always been Mark Andrews and the misfits. Mark Andrews is in the middle of this storm now. So, like, now you got you can't bracket him or double him like you want to. If Mark is getting them one-on-ones like he needs to this could be puzzling let alone juke star odell is out there and and if if you guys have not seen zay flowers play football before you got another thing coming this boy is dynamically fast so you got speedsters outside and oh just don't forget lamar is a mighty mouse speedster out the back so if it's breaking down y'all don't got too many people back there to come get him so the Ravens are something to watch out for offensively. The defense is the question mark to see if they could turn a corner. So I am worried about that. And um, another one is the Mike Evans story. Um, I can't believe this is how Timber Bay is playing hardball from getting rid of Byron Leftwich and watching Brady leave and pissing everybody else off. And now you got Mike Evans' contract dispute and you already got Baker at quarterback. They might be right behind Arizona. Like, they might be the... 1-16, and 16, two and 15 It's going to be bad in Tampa if Baker don't get this thing right. Because everybody's been passing up on Baker for the past couple of years. Like Ever since he's left Cleveland, he's been on three, four teams since. So can you lead in the NFC South where the Panthers are going to try to turn a corner? Atlanta's one of the favorites, and the Saints are probably heavily favored to win that division. Can you get out of the cellar? I don't think so. I think Baker's time is done. But we'll see him kind of stick a fork in himself if he can't get this right, especially without Mike Evans and his full participation. So that, these are some of the things that I'm watching. But all across the board, is is very interesting. And, of course, just to watch the yeah. NFC East or how this pans out, is it the Cowboys year, is it the Giants year, is it the Eagles year? Who knows? Can the commanders get in the discussion? They do have talent there. Uh, I, I have to watch them every Sunday just due to what's in my veins. But other than that, I, you know, I'm ready. I love it
3: because you know I, I like. There's so many storylines that you can you guys hit on, and, and and each one is really just what makes football so so great, right? I, I you know a lot of quarterback questions in the league, right? How long will the the Buccaneers stay with Baker Mayfield? How long uh, will the Titans stay with Tannehill if he struggles? Like how long will the Commanders stay with Sam Howe And we'll see Jac- Jacoby Brissett if they struggle, right, you know, <laughs> Dobbs is the quarterback in, in Arizona. Missed me with that one, right, guys? You're absolutely right, but you know, there's so many storylines. Can Can Russell Wilson kind of get out of his own way? You know, I think, you know, there were comments that came out uh, today or yesterday, I think it was today, with uh, Sean Payton talking about, um, basically, you know, he got too big for his britches, and he needs to get back to the basics. You know, ever since he you got his money. He, he's he's won less games. So Russell Wilson's got to prove it, man. And you know I haven't seen much in the preseason to think that he can. He, he he's got to turn around, but hopefully he can, right? Um, there's just so many storylines. Can Bill Belichick finally snap out of it in at New England like he tried his darndest to mess Mac Jones up last year with with the offensive situation. Now he's got an offensive coordinator. Can they turn around? They're they're facing the Eagles. I don't know if they're going to do a week one, but um I, I think the Chargers have a lot to prove. They gotta bounce back from a horrific playoff loss. You know, the forty nine ers Purdy, you know, he's back. He is he is he ready to go? Can he can he recapture that magic that he had last year? Or was it a fluke, right? So uh, You know, there's just so many storylines throughout the season that, you know, we're following in in week one. And and
1: I'm here for it because,
3: like I said, NFL is just great soap opera. Michael's right. I got the Red Zone. I just ordered it yesterday. Now I got all these sports channels that I never really cared about. I got Nesson now. I got to see the Red Sox on my TV. I got Bally Sports and all that stuff. I got all these sports channels, but the only one I wanted was Red Zone. So I'm here for it. It's red zone all day for seven hours until uh, Sunday night and the New York Giants renewing their annual
4: Sunday night
3: opening uh, game against the Cowboys. This time it's in New York, not in uh, Dallas, but either way, um, that's, that's what we're talking about. So it's going to be a lot of fun this season. I'm sure you guys will be cooking it up on the timeless uh, Sunday brunch uh, preview in the games. Uh, talking a little bit about the Lions she's probably tomorrow night uh on on the Mike Harvey's show uh on the round table. So, you know, with that being said, let's get out of here. Um, Mr Harvey, thank you for being a good sport. Let me know what family I rep real quick and then you can uh give us a plug and close and get us out of here.
2: And if you're talking no to family the, for you're... the last time. No family. All right, so <laughs> listen, um I will say this, though, as kudos, though, so I, I, I want to speak on this real quick. I think that this is the best Florida State team that they've had since 2013. I think they got the pieces in place to be very good. Uh, I think that there's a lot of questions to answer in Baton Rouge because right now I don't believe you, Brian Kelly, and LSU is fraud. Um, as bad as the second half was, as bad as they got punched in the mouth, I was even disturbed with the first half because they were out of it with a 17-14 lead, but left a lot of points on the field and made a lot of mistakes. So, uh, listen, uh, that secondary was bad. By the end of the day, Jordan Travis was just playing pitch and catch. So, congratulations. Noel family. Uh, There you go. I'm a man of my word. I make good on my best. Uh, So, there you go. Listen, uh, sportscitychefs.com. We got articles uh, coming up. We had one released uh, end of last week about the realignment of college football. We've got uh, all the divisions being previewed for you this week. Uh, Barry's released a couple. We've got more coming out uh, as the week goes on. So keep an eye out for those. We've got a little, uh, little snapshots of each division. Kind of help you uh, kind of wet your appetite as we move into the start of the NFL season. So com. Check us out. Uh, check out our blogs, check out everything we got going on. We're going to be rolling out finger foods as well uh, on our teams and different things going on throughout the season. So uh, bookmark our website, man. Like any of the things that uh, resonate with you. Subscribe to uh, uh, our shows so that way if you subscribe to us, you won't miss any episodes of our shows that come out. Speaking of our shows, Sunday morning, 11 a.m. Eastern time, the time of Sunday morning brunch. T.P. and I will recap what happened over the weekend. We will also set the table for you for Sunday, T.P., you and I, and whoever else joins us this week. We get to get back to going through and picking each of the games that are happening throughout the NFL universe on Sunday and Monday. I'm excited to do that. T.P. always asks the question, who do you like in this game and why? And so uh, I'm, I'm excited to hear that again. It's been too many months. Uh, So join us on Sunday mornings for that, the time of Sunday morning brunch. During the weeknights, you can find us same time. We don't make it difficult for you. 9 p.m. Eastern time, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursdays. NFL front office show on Tuesday nights. Callers cookout on Wednesdays. Roundtable gumbo on Thursday. Always bringing spice to you on that. So uh, hopefully Chandler will be back in the the saddle with me tomorrow night. We'll be able to. Uh, i lay it down for you guys. Chandler always brings spice. So uh, if any of you hadn't gotten to listen to him in a long time, when he is there, make sure you listen, because uh, Chandler brings uh, spice for sure, never pulls any punches, and that man always rates high on entertainment value. And as a shout-out to him, man, one thing he always says is say yes to life. If you're a veteran out there and people ask you to do something or you have the opportunity to get out, uh, get out of your house, say yes to life, go out, uh, do things with people uh, because you never know when, you know, having that that contact, people you can reach to uh, can help you. If you need somebody, uh, reach out, man. There's mental health uh, crisis hotlines and whatever else. You don't have to even be like thinking of anything tragic, man. If you, if you just feel alone and, and you know, like uh, hope is a little bit lost, man, uh, reach out, talk to somebody. Uh, don't suffer in silence, man, um, because mental health is a real thing. So uh, shout-out to Chandler. He always makes sure to point that out. So um, in his stead tonight, I will do that. PhI Co promo code Chefs to check out for 15% off. Shout-out to you. and Much love, CP. Without you, I wouldn't be here. Respect to you, Villain. Uh, and no family. There you go. I'll give you one more. Uh, and serious, man, always a pleasure, homie. Uh, shout-out to all the other chefs, too, man. And until next time, bro. Lazy, lay bonsoir, roulette. Peace. No family.
3: Serious, um, get us out of here quick, brother. Me, end another cookout.
0: Yo, man, it's your boy Sirius, right now, 412-703, man. Again, such a privilege and a pleasure to be able to do this with you guys. Um, I'm going to say this before we get out of here, man. Definitely check out the blogs, the interviews, and everything like that that we got going on. A lot of content's going to be coming your way very, 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 very quickly. Um, you know, uh, we, uh, we love this time of year, you know. So we got we got content coming out. We, again, we're on social media platforms: Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, uh, TikTok. You know, we, we're doing it all, man. So shout out to that. Shout out to Phl Parafolaka with us, man. And I will say this before we get out of here. Um, to to uh to villains, not villains, but to Mr. Harvey's point, man. We we have reached the Burr month. You know, September, October, November, and subsequently December, you know, statistics say that these, you know, this part of the year seems to be the most uh, depressing part for those who, who struggle with depression and, and, and thoughts of harm and themselves due to the nature of it, the holidays and, and things of that nature. Again, don't suffer in silence. I, I will echo that sentiment. Um had to deal with a client today that, you know, was dealing with that sort of thing. So I definitely want to bring that out today in the close up, man. Do not suffer in silence. I mean, we all go at it here like brothers, but ultimately, either one of us know that we can pick up a phone call at any moment and, and get love and support and help. So with that being said, um, yeah, enjoy the games this weekend, man. If, you know what I'm saying? If you sip, sip responsibly, man. Uh, get to where need to get to safely. And again, Zilla, I'm putting you on TP watch for tomorrow. I need to make sure my guy is not jumping out in New York City traffic, you know, doing anything crazy, man, because when those Lions win tomorrow, my man's going to be crazy. I, 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 I hope he's not going into work on Friday. With that being said, I catch him. Keep your eyes on the next one, y'all. Be good.
3: Yeah, absolutely, man. Listen, uh I need that article series. Don't don't forget me at a, AFC North and and you got another division still. Uh you you got to cook that up. But um yeah, shout out to to to, to, to the to chefs, man. Love it. Um, listen, get to the website com. We'll be reviewing the season on there. I I had a couple articles that I'm cooking I might cook them one more tomorrow. We'll see how how the day goes. But you know we got the other chefs cooking in there. Uh, they're gonna preview some divisions for you guys. So you you are prepared because we love to cook for y'all. We love to feed y'all all that good food. TP timeless man, you know what to do, man. Get us hey, out of here, brother. Yeah, yeah, go for it.
0: Hey Zillin. Hey, before yeah. I go, man, yo, the Yankees are over five hundred again. What do you know? I
3: don't. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to speak on that. I, you know the the baby bombers <laughs> two point and all that. Like, dude, it's just it's just what they do. They tease us. We're we're not here. too little, too late. Miss, yeah, we're we're good. Uh, we're good. Thank you for that, though. We are over five hundred seventy and sixty nine. They beat the Tigers. Whoop de do.
4: Uh,
3: <laughs> timeless, get us out of here, man. I don't want to do this
4: <laughs> mm-mm I gotta close up right. I gotta do something spectacular. But well, who would be more spectacular than the Mister Spectacular of? Oh. Uh huh, uh uh-huh. Now let me tell you now. Uh huh, we got football to ourselves. Y'all didn't want us around. These Kansas City always made y'all stand out in the crowd. But they picked the lions yeah. from the bunch and a laugh was all it took. Now we just one day away from this, from so taking a second yeah. look. Oh, baby, give me one more chance, so sure, we better love you. Don't you please let me back in your heart. Motown, that's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> we are just a few hours away from the am out of my mind. If y'all don't know what Motown is, it's called Detroit. I was, I was raised in that living room. My father played that record and said, y'all all better sit down and listen to this. I'm a Motown kid for real. I do this for real. I don't do this for fun. Shout out to Chris Tucker and all my boys out there in the men, all of my family. Hopefully, I'll be seeing y'all soon in the next two or three weeks out there in Detroit. I'm coming for the Atlanta Falcon game. Get to see B. John Robinson and oh yes, the unveiling of Barry Sanders statue. I'm I'm so electric. I don't I don't even I don't know what to do to see my go getter statue. Well, he already got a statue in Oklahoma, but I don't I don't think I'm going to Stillwater, but um. Week one is here. We got a lot going on. I understand that the gumbo's tomorrow. I, I can't. I'm sorry. <laughs> My dogs are in a shootout. <laughs> I got to go out to participate. That is for sure. There's a line jumping in on traffic. If we win, just just, just give me room. That, that Just give me room. If, if we win by blowout, don't call me until at least Saturday. Let, let me see some college football or something. Let me really calm down. I, I, I won't do nothing crazy because I got a mother that loves me, and I, I got I an gotta answer to her. You know what I'm saying? So, it ain't gonna be that crazy, but um, oh yeah. I mean, too many storylines to jump into, and, and I love it. But I had to give you all that good old Jackson Five, Michael Jackson, Motown music. They don't know what Motown about, but I do. On that note, tell a friend to tell a friend that it's the chefs again, and if they don't know, uh huh. Well, sport
1: city, Sports city, chefs, chefs. Sports city, Sports city, chefs, chefs. Sport city, chef, chef. Sports city, sport chefs, city, chefs. Chef. Sports City, Sports City, Kaboom, Sports City Chefs is in the room, cooking up hot topics to put up on your spoon, they well in tune, blown like a flower in June, Superman vs. MF Doom, the clouds loom, to tell a friend it's the Sports City Chefs again, pay attention, tune in, we on the set again, Sports City. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Connecticut. Uh-huh.